Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no! The predators have descended upon the campaign! And look! Here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Ah! What's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush! It's a fully grown ad badger charging in! He's coming to save the campaign! And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Search term reports. Got to scan them. Got to add negatives. Exact. Phrase for sponsored brands, sponsored products, sponsored display, bid optimization. If you are wondering how to stay organized in this wild world of Amazon PPC, that is what we're going to be talking about today. And this is a special episode because, Stephen, normally we record separately. However, today... You're back in Austin. Back in Austin. And I feel like there should be at least a high five to celebrate. Sick. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah, we just got our new uh, got our new hire. Um, we're adding a couple other guys to the team, actually. So we're all out here doing some, some team planning. Feels good to be back in the ATX. Got to do an escape room. Team right. building 101. Mm-hmm. Go to an escape room. Dude, go to the Nines. My favorite haircut, haircut place in the world. Whoa. You, you ever said- in Austin, go to the Nines, Austin. It's the best. <laughs> you said that... <laughs> you walked into your haircutters, and they're like, whoa, you're back. I thought you moved away. Yeah, <laughs> Bessie, dude. She has been cutting my hair for a year now. Whoa. Re- request Bessie. Are you going to come back in a couple months when you need a Probably. haircut? Probably. I will come back all the time just to get my haircut here. Booyah. Uh, I wanted to give a super quick shout out and thank you to a five-star Apple podcast iTunes review from The Raz. Great name. Fantastic content. Great show. That's the, that's the whole review. That's, that's the whole review. Just great show. So if anybody's been hesitant to leave us a review because you didn't want to write a lot, you don't have to write a lot. Shortest review gets an ice cream. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shortest review gets an ice cream. Uh, let's go ahead and get some jingle bells, shall we? 
Steven, this was a cool idea that you had. Highest trending search terms for the last week, the holiday buying time on Amazon. Right. So it's kind of interesting just to see what are people shopping for on Amazon as Christmas approaches. Most of these are probably going to be gift items. Yep. I actually had a prediction before we looked at these. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought I was wrong, but I thought number one was going to be a Nintendo Switch. Yes. Uh, I was almost there. Yes. Uh, it was not quite number one. Uh, but yeah, number five. So the fifth most popular search for this last week on Amazon on Amazon was for Apple Watch. Number four, Christmas decorations. Number three, Nintendo Switch. So there, so I was Boom. number three. We're playing a lot of Super Smash Brothers now mm-hmm. that, that we have eight people in the office. Uh, number two, AirPods. And number one, this was actually, I didn't expect this, but number one. This is bizarre. Was laptop. Why? I feel like I would never go to Amazon and yeah. type in laptop, computer, and just like start from there. Right. Yeah. I, I'm guess, I mean, I guess maybe, I don't know, I guess a lot, students in college, parents want to upgrade their laptops. If, I don't know. If you're going to buy a laptop, where do you begin your search? Your research. I would probably get on Amazon. But <laughs> you would type. You would. What would you type in? Uh, I would type in laptop. No way. Well, wait. Hold, well, hold on. No. Well, because I'm a MacBook person, I would just go to the Apple website and. And what would you? Uh, that's where you would begin I would your look research. At their MacBooks. Yeah. Get out. Because I would be committed to Apple already. Whoa. Oh, that's the other thing we noticed. Two of the top five searches were branded searches: Apple Watch and AirPods. I got a yeah. So there's a lot going on uh, for tech. I always go to Linus Tech Tips. And I always like try to see like what he hates and what he likes. And then I go from there. Interesting. Moving on. Uh, you know, let's jump in to the main segment. So this is something uh, quite a few people have been asking us to do an episode on. And to be honest, it's one of my favorite topics. Uh, you know, Stephen, I've been doing PPC as a service for nearly a decade now. And I have a few beliefs can I share them with you? Yeah, I'd love to hear them. My first belief is that it is impossible to store everything in your head at all times. I believe that if you are optimizing your PPC account, no matter what size it is, whether it is spending $100 a month, $1,000, $10,000, whatever, it is impossible to hold everything in your head. Meaning there, if you are just optimizing your PPC campaigns without a project management board, you are going to invariably miss things. You're going to forget things. You're potentially going to, if you're managing it for a client or your boss, you're eventually going to be, you know, run into an embarrassing moment with your pants down where you're like, ooh, I cannot believe I forgot to do this incredibly important thing. I just wasn't, you know, it wasn't the top of my mind. Um, Because if you're just logging in every day and just looking at your account, you're only going to optimize what's right in front of your face and you might miss some things. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about project management, task management for Amazon advertising, what a sample project management board should look like on a quarterly, monthly, uh, weekly, and daily task cycle. Uh, I absolutely love this process. Uh, And the second thing I want to say about task management uh, when it comes to PPC management is that saves you time. Uh, If you've ever heard this quote, I've seen this quote attributed to both George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln, and Taylor Swift. (laughs) The quote is, if you give me five hours to chop down a tree, I'll spend three of them 
sharpening the saw. I think Taylor Swift was the original and everyone yeah. else <laughs> stole it from her. So to me, this is sharpening your saw. This is like taking extra time up front and then saving time in the future because you don't have to waste precious brain glucose figuring out what should I be doing today? Yeah. And we actually got this, this was actually a request for this content. We were, we were, uh, some guy was, was messaging, messaging us online. Uh, by the way, if you guys ever want to shoot us a message, just go to adbadger.com. There's a, there's a little chat bubble. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe if you don't want to like, you know, bother leaving a voicemail, you can always just chat with us online. Absolutely. Uh, we got a team of people always standing by. Um, but yeah, someone was uh, going back and forth with us, back and forth with us talking about asking what software we use to manage projects. Um, and we basically were like, We'll we'll produce some content on this. That's right. Give you know, you the, we'll give you the long answer. No doubt. If you're in if you're a B two B company and you want to get lots of engagement on a social post, ask people what project management tool they use, and everybody has an opinion. It's like I use this, I use that. Wow, why do you use that? Wow, I'm looking to switch. I feel like people are often in a perpetual state of looking for a different project management tool. Uh, so I think it's a really really interesting topic. So sort of. If you're out there optimizing your campaigns, do you even need one? Stephen, maybe people are listening to this. They're like, why do I even need to go use a tool? Uh, is it going to cost money? You know, maybe I'm using a whiteboard. Maybe I'm using sticky notes or just paper or a Google Doc. Do they actually need a project management board? Do you have any guidelines at what point maybe someone should use a project management board? So <clears throat> something else we were talking about, like while we were just prepping notes and thinking through this is PPC, a uh, good PPC management. There's sort of two sides to the coin. There is the, on the one side, there's like the creative, intuitive, sort of like free thinking, sort of free spirit being, you know, kind of just like competitive. And mm -hmm. I guess it's like going off intuition. Right. And then the second side is, is being all about um, the SOPs, mm -hmm. the systems, the processes. Yes. And if you sacrifice either side of that coin, mm -hmm. you're not going to do well. Correct. Like, Either side is only going to take you so far. Mm -hmm. The intuition point is really good for like growing and finding new opportunity. The systems is really good for just like, you know, checking all your boxes, mm -hmm. dotting your I's, crossing your T's, but mm -hmm. not necessarily great for growth. Um, it looks like you want to jump in. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like sort of a, the classic left and right brain, right? The creativity right. side versus the purely systematic side. I feel like if you only have one and not the other, you're going to be an incomplete PPC manager. Right. I, I will say my tendency has always been towards, I guess it would be the the left brain, I guess the, the more like intuitive yeah. side. Mm -hmm. um, and that I was up until, so, so I mean, Mike's, so we'll, we'll jump into the actual software that, that we like to use. Asana is a, is a big one. Um, but Mike knows I've, I've usually been keeping like my own sort of like journal or diary mm -hmm. on like a notepad, right. which was working up until just like, just we started getting more clients, more requests, more projects, more tasks. And that definitely has a limit like mm -hmm. that. That isn't great at scale. Yeah. Uh, and so I've definitely been using uh, sauna a lot more. And I've actually been really impressed with a lot of the features, such as like being able to like time, how much mm -hmm. time, how much time you're spending on a task. Yeah. I think it was really cool watching you start because watching you go from just using your own system, like using sticky notes, like using all of those. Google Docs too. And, I track a lot of stuff on Google Docs. Yeah. And then sort of bumping up against some of the limitations of that. Right. Uh, where it's like multiple clients or maybe it's, you know, getting more nuanced. Like you want to find out how long it's taking you to do certain things. Uh, that's where a project management board can come in. So what we're going to really talk about too 
is, you know, what tasks you should be putting on these project management boards on a quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily cycle. And without going any further, I, th I think there's a few different styles of thing of, of a project management boards out there. I think one is just a straight up list without any dates. Uh, pros and cons here. Pros, it's going to be pretty simple to just look at it and maybe you can prioritize the list. The con is that there might not be any dates on it. Meaning, uh, meaning deadlines, for, deadlines for when the task is due. Exactly. So you may just have things in there that are just always on your task list that you're always like looking at. You're like, eh, do I really have to do this today? And just constantly pushing it back. Um, so that's why a list might not be perfect. Uh, and then we have this sort of Kanban style, which is several columns of lists. Uh, Trello made this super duper popular where you sort of drag things from to do to in progress and done sort of a Kanban style that can work. And I've played around with that kind of project management board for managing PPC. I think the thing that I, I was bumped up against was unless there's a process to like repopulate them, the, the to-dos on a certain cycle, it's very difficult for you to manage that because you'll end up like there's so many things that, like we're going to go fast through this episode about all the things that, you know, you can put in your quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily. And it's a lot to have just in a column. It's like it's going to take a lot of scrolling up and down. It's going to be difficult for you to see all of right. that stuff. So that's why I don't really like to use Trello for managing a like a PPC campaign. And a sort of spinoff of the Trello Kanban style is uh, is something called a scrum or a sprint mm -hmm. style, um, which is pretty similar. The only difference is rather than kind of having those three columns, uh, you would have one huge list of just what would be your backlog. Mm -hmm. And you would have like like regular sort of meetings with your team or I guess at least yourself if you're a solo solopreneur. But kind of organizing all the items in your backlog, your, this massive to-do list, um, figuring out, you know, which items need to be prioritized. And then you would move all those items in a, in a sort of a separate stage, mm -hmm. which would be sprint planning, where you kind of pick a time frame. It could be one week, two weeks, right. whatever you decide a sprint will be for you and mm -hmm. your definition. And you say, okay, for this week, this is everything that's going to get done. Uh, you assign what we would, what would call, be called story points to each task or each story to kind of figure out how long it's going to take you. Um, what we found, we did actually try rolling this out with uh, some of our own marketing for a while mm -hmm. um, because we are a software company. We've been rolling this out for our software development. It's been insanely successful. I think we've mm -hmm. probably seen like, I almost want to say like a like a doubling in productivity since we switched to that style. The app is like night and day now. Yeah. It's so much better. Really cool. Um, mm -hmm. For the for marketing, however, for PPC, it wasn't so great for repetitive tasks because right. so many tasks are just iterative, whereas mm -hmm. development's always moving forward, getting bigger, getting better. Mm -hmm. PPC, a lot of times it's just like, Review this. Yeah, yeah, iterative. So a, a sprint, it's like, hey, this is our workload for the next two weeks. And like once we do these things, they're done. Right. And we're like we really never have to come back to them. Mm -hmm. Whereas PBC, there's a lot of repetition. Like you're doing things on a cycle basis. Uh, like you're doing bid optimization. And guess what? The very next day, your bids are out of date. Like you need to go revisit them at a, the next interval. So, so, so that brings us to the third style of task management, which is uh, what, Mike? Just straight up calendar. Um, so a lot of project management boards will have an option for you to even sometimes switch from a calendar to 
a list. So things are dated. And when you put it in calendar mode, you can actually see the things on the calendar. And this is awesome because when you open it up, you know exactly what it is that you need to do on that day. You know that, you know, you can see clearly what your quarterly and your monthly, weekly, daily tasks are. You know that you're sort of not forgetting anything because you can sort of look in the future. You can look in the past. When's the last time I did this? And this allows you to just get a good visual view. What do I have to do today? Which you don't have to waste any time thinking, what do I have to do today? And let's jump into some actual tasks that we think you should have inside your project management board uh, in a calendar. And what's really cool too, I think the last thing to say in this sort of general section is that if you are a solopreneur and you are managing PPC, your, your PPC account, you can probably, like a lot of these tools will have a free account for like up to 10 users or pretty inexpensive for like up to five users or free for five boards. So if you're not using a project management board at all and you want to use one for your you know, your company, you can probably have a PPC board, a general Amazon business board, whatever it might be. If you're a PPC manager, then yeah, you're probably going to want to shell out the dollars for a project management board and then give each client their own project management board. And then what's cool is that you can view your calendar mode and you can see all the things that you need to do for every client today, which is really cool. Without further ado, let's actually get to the tasks and start filling up our project management calendar. So there are a lot of tasks inside any project management board. There's loads of things to cover here. So we're going to go relatively quick. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you can pause, rewind, everything like that. But we're going to go fast. Quarterly basis, quarterly tasks, review your goals, review some high level you know, is the target A cost that I set still working for me? Should I edit it? And, you know, we've talked before about what process you should do to set your target A cost. Do you have uh, product launches coming up? Are you aiming for profitability? Are you trying to use paid as a way to boost your organic and your reviews and all those good things? Revisit this strategy. And this should be a detailed conversation about the pros and cons of anything. Um, that should be done on a quarterly basis of so high level goals. Why am I doing Amazon PPC? Am I aligned? Stephen, what's next? Uh, yeah, so the first thing, the second thing is anything seasonal. Uh, you definitely want to review kind of say it's like, you know, say it's Q1 because we're coming up in January. You, you first want to review Q4, see how things did there, uh, you know, mm -hmm. save that performance, write notes for next year. But then you want to start looking forward to Q1. You want to see what's coming up. You want to see what holidays are coming up. You want to see if Amazon has any related events that are happening in that month. Uh, I mean, when Prime Day starts coming up in July, if you start thinking about it in July, it's too late. Right. There are things like, you know, lightning deals, uh, deals of the day, things that have to be done by a certain deadline. So you want to stay ahead of the curve there. Um, yeah, uh, they, yeah, they just they have those those deadlines that you need to get take advantage of. I mean, something else that we were even uh, just found out today, uh, a seller was was talking to us. Um, so it's Christmas time. He's running out of inventory. He was trying to ship more inventory. Uh, but Amazon said the deadline for inventory was December 3rd for anything that you want to sell before Christmas. Yep. And it's the 12th today. Mm -hmm. And they won't, he, they say, if you ship this inventory, we're not going to sell it until after Christmas. Right. So uh, you just, you want to be aware of all those like details so that you don't run into any of those issues in that quarter. Yes. Double check your coupon strategy, probably on a quarterly basis. You know, you don't want to, uh, you want to be thoughtful about when you're using coupons, why you're using them. 
once a quarter, it's a good time to revisit this strategy. Right. And they have expiration dates, so yep. you may just want to re- renew them. Mm-hmm. Uh, competition checks. Uh, once a quarter is a good time to go ahead and just keep some tabs on your competition, see if they're doing anything with their ads that you are not. You know, Try to pretend as if you are a customer. Uh, log in to maybe... Uh, you know, Amazon and actually pretend you're a customer, make some searches, see if you see competition, see what kind of ad copy they're using. Go ahead and maybe poke around to see if they're rolling out any videos, see if they're doing that. Um, It's just a good way, you know, you shouldn't spend all your day just spying on competition instead of developing your own strategy. However, it's always good to just know what is out there. So competition checks once a quarter. And that takes us down to a little bit more frequent tasks, things that you should do on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. We're getting further down in the weeds. So let's jump in. Monthly tasks. Be sure that you download your reports, all of them at least once a month. So we are referring to the sponsored products reports, your targeting, your advertised products, your campaign, your placement, your purchase product performance over time, sponsored brands reports, targeting, targeting placement, campaign, campaign placement, search term. Your sponsored brand's video reports, keyword, keyword placement, campaign, campaign placement, search term. The reason why is because if you don't, you will lose them. As you download them, you'll want to analyze them for any trends. Uh, We have separate content on sort of using Excel to sift and sort these, to find trends, to find all of these different things, but downloading these reports, having them uh, inside your database, labeling them properly, because when you download them from Amazon, they're not really labeled well. So keeping these, uh, you know, we use Google Drive, keeping all these things safe, sounds, you can always refer back to them. That's important. You don't want to lose this data. Data is money. There's money in the data. Right. Like uh, last week, we just talked about how we were reviewing December's campaign performances at a global level, mm-hmm. uh, using that data to kind of come up with advertising strategies. Um, you know, Amazon won't tell you exactly how your pro- so if you really want to like get really specific and not just be gl- go off global averages, but go off your your own actual numbers, your own products numbers. You know, if you have an advertised product report from last December. Uh, use that to find out what's your best-selling product uh, mm-hmm. during the holidays. Because maybe some products, like you have some that are bundled up as a set and those make really good gifts versus them being sold individually. So you can know exactly which ones uh, to really market through the holidays. So um, right now, if you try to download an advertised product from last year, Amazon won't give you that. They only give you 60 days of that data. Uh, actually, no, they just raised it to 90. 90 mm-hmm. days of that data. Um, so yeah, so Downloading that on a monthly basis so you always have it. Yeah, it's a good opportunity, too, to look at some reports that you don't typically look at. Like, obviously, we're going to move search terms. We're going to talk about that in later sections. Obviously, if you're only looking at your search terms once a month, that's an issue. But this is a cool opportunity to go ahead and look at some of these reports that you don't typically use to look for data and trends and take action on them. So reports once a month. So what I'll often do in my project management board, it will say sort of report analysis, schedule some time for it, and then a lot of subtasks, you know, reports for sponsored products, subtasks for every single one uh, to be sure I'm hitting everything, subtasks for every single one for all my marketplaces, Canada, so on and so forth. Uh, You know, you don't want to forget this stuff. That's why we have checklists. So many people I meet, like, you know, maybe they download their USA reports pretty regularly. You log into their Canadian marketplace, never download a search term report. Again, reports are valuable. The next thing that you'll want to do on a monthly basis is just check out, research 
all of the new features coming out on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have probably heard in our Badger Bites, there's seems like almost every week now there's something yeah. new that's happening. Um, there's we, de- we, we do our best to try to publish these in our newsletter. Yeah, uh, we, we try to keep you guys up to date. You definitely want to do your own research. Make sure there's nothing that you missed. Make sure there's nothing we missed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's new campaign ad types that are coming out. Even the campaigns are coming out with new features. Sponsored brands now has... Uh, you can do sponsored video, you can do store spotlight or just your normal headline. Like there's all these different ad types. Um, yeah, I mean, constantly, constantly stuff coming out. So you just want to keep an eye on that. Um, right now there's also, uh, there's something called Amazon posts. Like social posts. Like social posts on Amazon. Um, we have one seller working with us who, who has been stoked about that because it's free. So there's no... They don't have to pay anything uh, to do these posts, but they're getting sales from it. So Early mover advantage. Early mover advantage. Mm-hmm. You, you, ju- you definitely want to keep an eye out on those things. Uh, what else, Mike? Review ad copy images, you know, ad copy for sponsored brand ads, maybe images that you're using for sponsored brand ads. You know, that's typically arduous work to go in there and play with all your images and all those good things. We're kind of improving that CTR. Uh, we have separate episodes on how to sort of use your reports to really optimize that. So review your ad copy, review your images. Uh, if you have the capabilities to maybe test different product imagery, a monthly basis is a good time to sort of think about those things. Another thing you really want to look at, especially while you're downloading all those reports is, or, yeah, all those reports is basically making for yourself a, a detailed report session where you review all of your top-level metrics, mm-hmm. the most important items, um, ACOS, spend, your budgets, uh, your ad spend to your total revenue, your ad, so or what some people would call your true ACOS, mm-hmm. um, your ad revenue to your total revenue, that, that paid organic kind of sales contribution ratio, mm-hmm. um, the trends of all these items. You want to put all of that in a Google Sheet um, just so you can kind of have it available to re- look at, to review. Um, other really important metrics that probably not a lot of people talk about, but is actually breaking down some of this performance by placement mm-hmm. or whatever other dimensions you have. But yeah. like looking at click-through rate by placement, looking at CPC by placement. Conversion rate by placement, like over time. Yeah. So you could see, hey, over time, I'm starting to get a lot more impressions for top of search. That's right. great or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another really cool activity, uh, and we actually recommend that you have a spreadsheet, uh, and we're trying to build some tools to do this too, but have all of your products in sort of the first column and then the next column, like, is it in an automatic campaign? Is it in a manual keyword based campaign? Is it in a manual product targeting campaign? Is it in a sponsored brand campaign? So once a month, make sure every product is in every ad type you want. You know, uh, us managing clients, sometimes we get an email from a client that says, hey, can you throw this, incorporate this into our new ad? I just launched a new product. Uh, if you are managing your own campaigns, you may forget to do this because uh, there's so much that goes on every single day on Amazon. So again, write it down and you won't forget once a month, go ahead and do this check. Make sure every product is in every ad type that you want them to be in. Another thing that you may want to do once a month, this one's not as important, but worthwhile, is just doing some campaign structure checks. Uh, you know, so like Mike just said, you know, make sure all your ads, all your products are uh, in every type of ad campaign type. But the second thing is just double check that, you know, your, your negative keywords are optimized mm-hmm. when you're doing like the RPSB thing that you don't, you know, if you have exact match keywords somewhere that they are negative exact elsewhere, uh, that your ad groups are all in ship shop tip. 
Tip top shape? Ship shop. Ship also shop works. shape. Okay, yes. cool. Um, <laughs> you also want to check your naming conventions. Make sure you're being mm-hmm. consistent. Uh, I've noticed a couple times for myself, um, you know, say like we've, we've suggested, you know, for your sponsored brands, call them SBA. Um, or say your target ACOS, mm-hmm. you know, throw that at the end. So if I'm, say, say I just want to grab all my campaigns with the target ACOS of 50, yep. I just would type 50 in the search and it would pop up. But, Money, that's great. But if I didn't name them all properly or or the ACOSs, the target ACOSs have since changed, like yeah. they won't show up. So you just kind of want to double check that um, so that, you know, for your own reporting and management, that's all clean. Keep it clean. You will maintain your sanity. Uh, once a month, something that not a lot of people think about, but this is a PPC optimization task. Check in with your peers. Uh, I mean, we can have an entire episode on the benefits of masterminding with your peers, having brainstorming sessions, really just ask the question like, Hey, did you do anything new this month that you didn't do the month before? What are you worried about? What are you excited about? <clears throat> Those kinds of things can help illuminate some things that may Maybe you is not on your radar and then you can help your friends by doing that too. So hopefully you have some kind of Slack group or a forum uh, where you get to com- communicate with peers. And I would dare say um, confidants or people that you really know and trust rather than maybe just like a Facebook group that's sort of fleeting where like someone might see your post, but they don't really know you. Uh, it's like, eh, I don't feel like answering this person. So try to develop a peer group and really try to check in with them sort of yeah. Get, get into a habit. Build a, commu- uh, a community. Man, I always struggle with that word. Build a community. Uh, that's something that we're working on, yes. trying to do. It's um, so valuable. Yeah. I do it. You do it. Yeah, like, we just, want to talk to about Amazon PPC. Right. I mean, if, if you guys are listening to this, I mean, you're like the right mindset of people we, we want to talk to, hear what you're doing, hear what you're learning. Um, yeah, find us on Facebook. We'd love to just converse more. Uh, the next thing you want to do, uh, Mike, this was actually your idea. I thought it was pretty good, but um, novel negative phrase keyword research. Yes. Uh, Why don't you break that down for us? As far as I know, I think the only person who ever says this, uh, but basically when you download a search term report and you look through there and you find new things that should be negatives, they're only showing you things that you have already gotten clicks for. However, what's the average click-through rate on Amazon? It's like less than 1%. Right. Meaning you are missing out on 99% of the impressions that you're getting. So what I like to do is actually see if I can reduce that number. Like, can I get rid of a couple percentage points of things that I don't see? Can I increase my total click-through rate? And the reason why I would want to do that is just to be a really good advertiser. I want Amazon to think, wow, every time I enter an ad auction, I'm going to be pretty relevant. And I want that sort of positive account boost. So with all that said, and we could probably have an entire episode on this, I want to look for new phrases. So what I'll do is I'll punch in a whole bunch of keywords. I will do some keyword research into keyword research tools and I will sort of try to find things that are irrelevant and add those as negative phrases. So if I'm selling jump rope, I'll go and type in jump rope and maybe children's pops up and it's like children's jump rope. I might never ever get a click for children's and never know it and never see it in my search and report, but I'll just throw it into my account as a negative phrase. Boom, I just improved my total click through rate potentially. So sort of do that enough build up that big negative phrase database for yourself. Yeah. Another thing that we also talked about, kind of a cool concept, is something called n-gram analysis. Yes. Which is, so essentially when, when we talk about looking at your search terms uh, and looking at negative keywords, I mean, Amazon's only telling you the search terms, but it's not necessarily like saying the trends that are mm-hmm. in the search. So let's just say uh, for, the, for the children's jump rope to go with that, um, say if you're just sorting it like, you know, big spending mm-hmm. search terms, 
maybe the search term children's jump rope doesn't have a lot of clicks mm-hmm. on it or jump rope for children doesn't have a lot of clicks on it or children's jumping rope, like all these mm-hmm. different variations. Those don't really like none of those queries individually have a lot of clicks. However, if you were to do an n-gram analysis, yeah. which would basically just take any trending word like right. in all those searches, it may show you, hey, the searches with the word children in it are performing at this yes. level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can do that with just one word or with two words. You can two, span that yep. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so n-gram analysis, that's a sort of a carryover. Very popular in Google ads, hasn't made much of a dent in the Amazon ads community. I'm hoping to change that here. You're listening to it. Uh, we hope to do more a lot of these topics we can go deep in just so much, but n-gram analysis. Let's jump into weekly tasks, shall we, Stephen? So the weekly tasks, mm-hmm. before we kind of dive in, I, I do just want to clarify one thing. When we're about to talk about everything like bidding changes, RPSB, all that stuff, you do need to multiply that out across quite a few channels mm-hmm. between your sponsored brands. You're going to have to do it once for sponsored brands. You're going to have to do it again for sponsored products. Yep. You're going to have to do it for multiple countries. Yep. Uh, if you're advertising multiple countries, you're going to have to do it for sponsored brands and sponsored products in all those countries. Like, yep. So there's going to be, it's going to be a lot. Um, but the first thing that we recommend doing on a weekly basis is, uh, actually, drum roll, please. I'm going to see if they can guess this. You guys could probably guess the first thing we're going to say. Here we go. Drum roll. RPSB. Yes. Uh, I'm hoping you guys guessed it. But yeah, you want to add new positive keywords uh, that you collected from your your research campaigns. Block those out. Um, You also want to do some brand analytics research, potentially create some new single keyword campaigns if Mm -hmm. things have been trending, if keywords have been getting a lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, Breaking that out, that's that's the big one. I don't think we need to spend too much time talking about that, but that is a a weekly task. Right. And, you know, we do have some people that write in once in a while. It's like, hey, how do I find out what RPSB is? I want to go learn more about it. Just go to Google, type in RPSB, stands for Research Peel Stick and Block Ad Badger. Just go RPSB Ad Badger, type it into Google. You'll find posts from us. Uh, Check it out. It's a way to sort of graduate from search terms and turn those into keywords. Uh, I'm super stoked because like the first, second week of January, we're going to have our RPSB tool in our app. Super stoked about that. Um, Also once a week, bid updates. Stephen, walk us through bidding once a week. What should we be thinking about? Yeah, probably um, that with RPSB is, is like the top two kind of golden rules, I guess, for PPC management is just keywords and bids. That's really kind of what it comes down to as far as PPC is concerned. Yeah. Um, Bid updates going through. We did a whole episode on on how to do bids. So so check that one out. Talked about revenue per click times target ACoS as our kind of calculation when you have a lot of uh, significant amount of data confidence. One thing I do want to throw in here is vary your your timeframes that you're using to look at it. You could use seven days of data when making these changes, 14 days, 30 days, or 60 days. Um, obviously, the more days, you have the more data confidence, but potentially less relevant data. Mm-hmm. Um, when going through seasonality, I like to, that's when I vary my time frame. So when you're coming out, so we're in mid-December right now, I'm using December's data, like month-to-date data right now uh, for making bid changes um, because the last 60 days are a little bit different. Once mm-hmm. we hit the new year, you know, we're in January and February, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be using 60 days. I'm not going to be using holidays, mm-hmm. conversion rate performance to calculate performance for January and February. Yep. So uh, pick your timeframes going off of that. Um, always review your placement settings uh, as well. That goes into bidding. 
Um, double check your bidding strategies with Amazon. Are you doing dynamic bidding, fixed bids? Yeah. Uh, you want to think about different reasons to bid, increasing spend on low visibility items. Maybe you need to move some inventory. Maybe you're just bidding sh- for straight up a cost. Incorporate that as well. Um, anything else on bidding? Uh, no, thank you for saying that part though. Yeah, I, I forgot to, to mention, yeah, increase those spend on those low visibility items. And right. yeah, just overall, um, yeah, do do those do those check-ins. Yes. Next thing, trim the fat. Go in there. See if you have any search terms that are just accruing a lot of spend without any sales. Go ahead and see if you have any keywords doing that, whatever it might be. Trim the fat. You don't want to end the month and say, damn, I wasted 7% of my budget for something I could have found earlier in the month. That's why this is a weekly task. Yeah. Uh, another thing with trimming the fat there is you might just find that there are, you know, when you do an advertised product report, you may just see that there's one product that like is just blowing and it's not worth spending. Uh, you got some, you, someone's got some deadweight keywords, you got some deadweight ads, and it's just time to archive them. Yep. Um, so there's that. Another thing you want to do is if you're doing any kind of A-B testing, um, Bobby, who's with us uh, on our team, he, he just pointed out, he's like, what do you mean A-B testing? Like, can you have Amazon rotate your ads and mm. you can A-B... You can't do that yet. Google can let you do that. Um, what I mean by A-B testing is running two different campaigns or two different strategies simultaneously mm-hmm. and seeing with like, you know, similar keywords, similar uh, bids yep. and seeing which performs better. If you're doing that, you would probably want to use like a week time frame and, and just monitor that over the weeks and potentially let, you know, whichever side wins out, be it A or B, uh, you run that one fully and, and pause the other one or archive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Search term, negative keyword optimization, pretty straightforward. Look at your search terms, see if there's anything that you should be adding as a new exact match or a new negative, I'm sorry, new negative exact match or new negative phrase match. Pretty straightforward. Software tools. If you're running any automation, uh, definitely just check up on that. Um, Review the changes that the software's making. Mm-hmm. See if you need to make any changes to your software settings. Correct. You know, the management still needs to get done. So if the tool's managing your account, you need to manage and review the tool as if it were your own employee and you don't have to give them coffee. Uh, update your account management journal. Uh, this is something that a lot of high performing ad accounts keep where it's just sort of keeping a list of notes. You know, what was on your mind this week? Uh, what are you worried about? What are you thinking about? Uh, and this aligns with the sort of the last three things that we try to do once a week. Keep a journal of the sort of your, just your general notes, uh, check in with your client or your PPC manager. So if you are paying a PPC manager, you check in with them. Uh, if you are managing it for a client, you check in with them, give them a little summary report. Um, and the last thing is pretty cool. It's sort of like a spike task. A spike task is something where you go do this thing to create other tasks. So it's just schedule some time to free explore and create new tasks after logging in and checking them out. Yeah, so that's really on the intuitive side of things. Just like peruse, explore. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the best way to come up with new strategies is to have no strategy sometimes. To just, to just go in. The ultimate strategy. That's right. Just go in and just kind of wander aimlessly and see what catches your eye. And um, and, and that'll hopefully bring you to, to, uh, to new heights. And you may think of something that no one's ever done before. You may think of something like really unique and novel and like, that's where you need to schedule some time to think about strategy. Let's jump in to daily tasks. And now we move into daily tasks. Steven, walk us through what you do on a daily basis. So this is, yeah, the final thing, the most, uh, I guess, frequent thing 
is just daily drop-ins, daily check-ins on your account, um, especially if you're an account manager. Um, I always love to check in on every single one of my accounts every day. Um, review campaigns that are running out of budget. There should be nothing running out of budget, um, except in unusual circumstances that we won't talk about now. But in general, if you're running out of budget, you are either under target ACoS, at which point you're missing out on, you know, you're, you're profitable and, and you're missing out on more profit or you're unprofitable and you should be spending less and lowering your bids or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you shouldn't be running out of budget. You should rather be lowering your yep. bids um, at that point. Also, this is something I always do. I review the high spenders mm-hmm. uh, on a daily basis, the highest spending campaigns, the highest spending keywords. It's a bit of the 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. So those monthly changes we were talking about, um, those monthly changes, weekly changes, you we do those in bulk with spreadsheets, with, with bulk files. Um, the daily stuff, I don't download any spreadsheets for that. I just uh, I just like kind of sort, filter. Yeah. I, I find some guys that are like one-off, unusual, uh, very important ones, and just make little tweaks here and there to keep everything humming. Yes. Uh, review your recent changes. You know, because you are using a project management tool now, you can see what you did over the last seven days and you can just sort of see that. You can check, hey, I added campaigns. Uh, let me go ahead and check in on those things. Another quick tip, which is really not a recurring task, but if you go and create a new campaign, you should probably have a reminder to check it like a few, like the next day or the few days later to sort of go ahead and see how the new bid changes or how the new campaign changes or how any of your experiments are panning out. So review those recent changes. Yeah. And with the the campaign history in Seller Central, that's now in beta, um, that can be really helpful as well. Mm -hmm. The final thing that uh, one of our coworkers added was uh, make sure you offer up your daily prayers to Jeff Bezos for good performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I, you know, I put out some like fruit and nuts and like, uh, to, to like, to the spirit of yeah, Jeff Bezos. We actually have an altar in the office, That's right. uh, like a shrine. So <laughs> That's right. But there's low CPCs. Keep the CPCs low. Let's That's keep right. them low. Let's keep the conversion That's rates right. high. Uh, and I know if you made it at this point, Stephen, I'll be honest. I think this is one of like our most like jam packed episodes that we've ever done. Uh, we ran through loads of tasks. I'm sure people are made it to here. They're probably asking like what tools to that we recommend. I've been using Asana for a very long time. It's pretty darn good. We also use Jira for our software development, which is pretty cool too. Um, Asana has a cool feature where you can switch from calendar mode to list mode, which is really nice. Right. Uh, you can add individuals to it to just that board. So you can add a client to it. We've even done the, the Kanban style in Asana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty extensible. So you can do a lot of different things. Uh, we'll be being on it forever. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, always. I love looking at and testing different things. So I've, I've looked at a lot over the years. Um, but yeah, been pretty happy with Asana so far. Awesome. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, what do you do? What software do you use? What, you know, just in general, what project management methods mm-hmm. uh, do you adhere to? So um, if you're interested, if you're watching YouTube, leave us a comment below. Uh, if you're on the podcast, uh, hit us up in, you know, just message us, leave, drop a voicemail, hit us up in the Facebook group. We, lo- mm-hmm. we want to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, you can go to adbadger.com slash podcast and see this episode, leave a comment. Steven, I actually got to say about Facebook, you know, there's a lot of Facebook groups for Amazon I'm, I don't know if I'm a fan. Facebook kind of gives me anxiety. Why is that? I don't know. You log in, you see a bunch of notifications that 
don't you, apply to you at right? all. Right. So you get these like red notifications blaring at you. You have to look at everyone's sort of like, I don't know, crazy. I can't turn them off. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we'll be on Facebook forever. Um, we're thinking about building our own private forum away from the noise, dedicated topics so that we don't lose a lot of this stuff in the fray of social Serious media. Serious PPC years only. Yes. <laughs> well, that is our episode. I hope this was helpful uh, in understanding why to use a project management tool, what to put inside the project management tool, why to put it inside of it, how often you should be repeating these tasks. Hot damn, this was a good episode. Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. It's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, we actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, and if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you next episode.